Welcome to Dealbaker's Thoughts, the ultimate guide to navigating the twists and turns of love and relationships. I am your host, Dealbaker, and each episode will explore the complexities of modern romance, share expert insights, and dish out practical advice. Whether you're single, in a relationship, or just curious about the matters of the heart, this podcast is your safe space for all things love. Let's embark on this journey of connection, growth, and understanding together. Welcome to today's episode with Dale Becker Starts. How are you? It's been a crazy weather in California. I do not know much about the other parts of the country and the rest of the world. I hope everyone is... I'm doing great out there and please, most importantly, keep safe. Remember that you can only follow up plans and schedules if you're fine, if you're safe and if you are sane. So please, please, please prioritize yourself first and everything and everyone else will follow. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about finding completeness in oneself. I know it sounds a little bit, uh, you know, what am I bringing? A lot. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'll be right back. Welcome back. So on today's episode... Uh, we are going to be discussing finding completeness. This episode, this particular topic is really dear to my heart because it's a part of my journey and I can really, really relate. This is not even a story of someone else. It is a story that I have found myself in similar, you know, situation. And unfortunately, there are a lot more women out there still struggling with finding completeness. And I hope this episode helps you or anyone that you know. So today I'm excited for this topic and I have 10 compelling reasons why you need to find completeness in yourself. Number one, it is for self-discovery. This is understanding who you are, understanding your values, your aspiration, and understanding what works for you. A lot of times when we are dealing with people, one thing we don't often do is set boundaries, set, you know, rules, and we just expect that people that were not raised with us, people that don't share the same values are going to be able to, you know, abide. You know, if you don't set rules, there's nothing to follow. Basically, we just have this unspoken rule of expectation and then we get frustrated or disappointed when people act in ways that we're not ready for. Well, you have to first know what you want for yourself before you can ask someone to want it with you, if that makes sense. It's just like a man, your your spouse asking, what do you want to eat? And you're saying, I don't know. And then he gives you whatever, 
maybe something you might be allergic to or something that it's gonna you know make you gain weight or you know and then you're reacting well the dude asked you what do you want you said you don't know so if you don't know don't don't fault people for how they treat you they're going to treat you the way they view you and they're going to view you based on what you've presented of yourself and that goes into values what are the values what do you stand for it's really really important to ask yourself these questions because a lot of times people women don't even think about these things and it's not just women alone it's also men it's it's just this oh um let's see how it goes no this is what i want this is who i am do you think you can match me where i'm at the answer is yes or no another thing we need to excuse me another reason why it's important to find completeness is independence and that is cultivating a sense of reliance making yourself less likely to depend solely on another partner for fulfillment you see this one this bullet a lot of people are going to catch it a lot of people cannot be by themselves they just don't know how to be by themselves they don't they're not in love with themselves it just really blows my mind how much people have to be around other people people just their head is clogged up with people's other people's ideas opinion values they don't even know who they are and then they want to go into a relationship and expect oh well how do i put it now they go into a relationship and just acclimatize into someone else's life and they're wondering why it just doesn't suit them well you don't know who you are as a person you don't you you have made your complete existence You've attached it to someone else that doesn't share your value. It's just like getting like an organ transplant with someone that has a completely different blood group. And you think, oh yeah, the organ is not going to fail. The body is going to reject it. God has made us individuals for a reason. You know, he didn't have us attached to trees, attached to other humans. He has made us independent and self-reliant why can't we just ever follow through i was once there like i mentioned before but it was not intentional i was tricked into thinking that i had my independence but i didn't it took me going out of it to realize wow i must have been really stupid you know my friends left me i didn't even know at what point they left but I try to get back in contact with them. They're like, ah, oh, no, your boyfriend does not want us around. Then I started observing, like, wait, hold on, hold on a minute. Wow. We have to enjoy spending time with ourselves away from noise and distractions. You don't have to party every single weekend or go on every single trip because the truth is, it's only for a period of time. My first party that I threw in San Diego, a lot of people came. We had fun till morning. 
I used to go clubbing a lot. It was fun. At this stage in my life, if I throw a party, there'll be more kids there than there are adults. Because everyone has grown up and we're growing apart. Our values are different now. Our priorities are different now. Some people have moved out of state. Some people have moved out of the country. What I'm trying to say is it's not going to remain the same. So imagine having your life attached to other people that are trying to build their life. You are going to be frustrated that they're not serving you enough. Oh, that reminds me. I saw a post about a guy, you know, all these street interviews people often have. So they asked him, at what point did you lose your most important friendship? And then he said, oh, he's been friends with this particular lady for about 10 years. He was going through stuff in his life. She was also going through stuff in his life. And then he was depressed. And he realized that she was not prioritizing him enough. He expected her to be more patient with him and serve him more, but she just was not available. And what did he do? He cut her off. I was like, wow, you mean to tell me you cut off a friendship of 10 years, not because this person gossiped about you, not because this person actually did anything to hurt you. The problem is they didn't serve you more. So they're supposed to live their lives put it in one corner and prioritize yours. That was my comment. And yeah, a lot of people had something to say to me. I don't care. It's natural. We have priorities. We have what is important to us. Time makes a lot of things change. So if you're not okay by yourself, you're going to find yourself in one relationship after another, just because you feel like you constantly need someone in your life when you do not. Another reason to focus on would be an emotional resilience. A strong self sense of self equip, equips you with emotional resilience, enabling you to navigate challenges with confidence and composure. Like even when people are advising you, you have some intelligence of your, of your own. You have some wisdom of your own. So yes, you can borrow from other people and add to yours. Not that your own brain is completely empty and whatever people give you, you just take it hook, line and sinker. You just run with it. You have to have your own emotional resilience. It's really important. You also need to have clear boundaries. Knowing your limit helps to establish clear boundaries. It's crucial for maintaining a balanced and respectful relationship. What I don't, what I don't want is what I don't want. I'm not going to settle for less. I'm not going to negotiate. I was telling my friend, um, not too long ago. I said, when I came to America, I had $50 in my pocket. I didn't even have a purse. I had a pocket because I had wore pants when I came to this country. But if you had met me at the airport, the, in fact, the guys that I met at the airport thought I was very comfortable. You know, they were like treating me with so much importance because I had like this unscheduled delay. So we're stuck in Dubai for, you know, half a day. They carried me with so much importance. We took pictures everywhere we went that night. To go see some sites in Dubai. I didn't pay for a single thing. 
they were ready to give they're ready to serve me because they thought i was important it was the way i carried myself if i was wearing you know basic clothes talking about i need money and work i'm you know putting myself in a in a situation where i look like i, I have all the problem of the world around me they will run away from me and be like nah this is not the energy we, we want these are guys that are well established in the united states they're citizens i was coming from nigeria for the first from for the very first time i was new but you you couldn't tell apart from my accent you could not tell i just had a way of presenting myself and it's always been with me the boundaries were there. I'm not going to sleep with you because you bought me a SIM card. I'm not going to just throw myself at you because you're a United States citizen. I don't care. I'm also the daughter of somebody. That was it. I had my clear boundaries. Being complete within yourself allows you to show up authentically in a relationship, fostering genuine connection. Let me drink my tea. If you are complete in yourself, you will be authentic. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to overdo. You don't have to overserve. You don't have to underserve. As you are, as you are, someone would love everything about you. Because you're the genuine copy. You're not trying to mimic or imitate anybody else like okay this is me i'm not i don't have my american accent yet i tried it didn't work i left it alone <laughs> and when i meet people and they go i like your accent where are you from it's always a conversation starter meanwhile i know people that are barely in the country for less than three months and they're speaking american english and i'm thinking interesting i'm not trying to judge anybody But for conversations that would have led into something long-term, which would have started with, where are you from? They're going to miss out on it. Be yourself. I'm, I'm not, you feel like, oh, well, I'm not this, I'm not that. Well, there's someone that will love you as you are. My ex told me that my manners are so bad. I act like a man. I'm too masculine. I'm too this, I'm too that. I didn't change. I'm like, I don't care. The, all the reasons, I've mentioned it multiple times, all the reasons why he said I was not good enough were the exact set of reasons why my spouse chose me. He said, because I know that when I'm not around, you can hold the fort. I don't worry about you. Another guy told me, Oh, you're a shopaholic. I've never seen you repeat an outfit. How many clothes do you have? You're supposed to be, you know, saving. This man married me because I would never disgrace him when it comes to going out. I got it. My sense of style, impeccable. Imagine if I'd taken feedbacks and constantly changed myself with every single feedback that I got I would have lost myself this one says oh you're too masculine then I become a softy then another one says oh you're too you, you, you shop too much then I you know 
save and save and save and save and save and have probably one suitcase of clothes. So now, not only do I, am I going to look terrible when it's time to go out, my sense of style will look bad. I will also look weak and soft. And now, the man that would, that's supposed to marry me will now meet me and look at me like, how many things am I going to fix with her? She has low self-esteem. I don't think she's the kind of woman that, you know, can run things in my absence. Now I also have to fix her sense of style. He would not know that it was the people that came before him that told me how I was supposed to be. I stood my ground. This is me. I'm a shopaholic. Deal with it. I love fashion. Deal with it. I like to eat. I just don't like to work out. Deal with it because if you pretend to be anything or anyone else, it's just a matter of time before you get tired of it. And that's the point where your partner will start saying you changed. Well, mm, you didn't change. This is who you were the entire time. You were just deceiving everybody around you. And now that is the start of a whole different problem. Finding completeness in yourself is avoiding codependency. You have to always prevent the risk of falling into a codependent dynamic where your happiness relies solely on other people. I call it eye service. Where you just feel like you cannot exist without a particular person. Even if this other person is your husband, you should still be able to do well on your own. Like, I know people that everywhere their husband goes, they go. It blows my mind. Like, how do you come... How does a man convince you that, oh, if I don't go for that party, you cannot go. If I don't, go, if I'm not invited to that dinner, you cannot go. If I'm not at this park event, you cannot go. What? What? I look at a lot of relationships and honestly, all I can do is just shake my head. Like this is so unhealthy. They think, oh, because me and my partner are always together, we'll do everything together, we'll go everywhere together, we're in love. Ma'am, sir, you are not any more in love than anybody else. Love is love. There's no big love, small love. If it's love, it's love. There's not, mm-mm. You have just thrown yourself into a situation where, for whatever reason, this person is no longer in your life. Now you're thinking suicidal thought. Now you're thinking yourself as a failure and multiple other things your headspace, you will not be able to focus on anything because you can just not see yourself without this other person. You know, mathematically, half plus half equals to one, meaning four. But did you know that fullness does not mean completeness? Let me break it down. You have a jar, a mason jar, that can take some ingredients. Then you decide to fill that mason jar with one ingredient all, to, all the way to the top. When it's time to cook and you empty the whole jar, 
you don't have the complete recipe. You don't have the complete ingredient. Your failure when it's time to pour out is going to show. You might look complete. You might look full on the outside. Filled to the brim with one thing. But fullness of one thing does not mean completeness. Completeness means all the elements are present. All the elements needed are present at the time of need. That is what completeness is. So you as a person need to be self-reliant. You need to be authentic. You need to be content with yourself. You need to have self-confidence. You need to have personal growth. You need to constantly have empathy for your own self. You need to be your own What's it called? Number one fan. You need to know who you are and what you are, where you are and what you can do for yourself. Whatever anyone else can do for you is just extra. You should be able to embrace solitude and find joy in your own company it is healthy like how do you not be able to go somewhere without your spouse what is wrong with you i'm sorry if that sounds that's coming off mean but it's the it's a it's a honest question and then the your spouse being human flawed one way or the other does something that you know disappoints you and you cannot just come back from it you cannot come back from it you're so broken that is why women are so broken or men are so broken because they have relied solely on another human being that is flawed forgetting that we are all imperfect and from time to time our imperfections will show it's going to come forth that's why we have to always give ourselves the grace to forgive others the same way we forgive ourselves but if you've placed your partner in a place of perfection you will not be able to forgive them because you will be so confused and tell yourself wow wow this person did this thing there's no coming back from it people's relationship broke up 5 10 years ago and they're like they don't want anybody else really really it's not that serious it's not that deep having in a relationship or marriage is sweet but they're supposed to bring the plus to you the extra not them giving you elements for yourself god has already created us to be complete by ourselves but we always make ourselves very very needy because it helps us get attention from people if you have to act needy to get attention you're in the wrong relationship i wish i could tell you that in a much nicer way but no there's no nicer way to tell you that you're being needy you when you're being needy it's not healthy you should always trust your instinct and prioritize your mental 
and emotional health in any relationship you find yourself in. It's very important to create a balance that allows both you and your partner to thrive and contribute positively to each other's lives. You should be able to embrace your uniqueness and your personal and find and foster personal growth in yourself. Where you can create a life that aligns with you and your values so that when anybody, anyone that wants to be in your life sees you that you are already complete, they will feel privileged to be in your life. But men are like hunters, right? They sniff their, their prey. They can smell it from afar. The same way animals can smell fear in people, men can smell insecurities in women. So they will give you, they will bait you into their life, bait you, trick you to come in. And when you're in, they will show you how weak you are. They will tell you every day you're weak. And it's a privilege for you to be in their lives. Not that it's a privilege for them to be in yours. Because you didn't create, you didn't introduce yourself as someone that's bringing value or a person of value yourself. That's why they will have the audacity to ask you, what are you bringing to the table? Because men looking at you, they don't see anything that you, that you have as a value. Then they ask you silly questions like that. What are you bringing to the table? Who are you? What do you have? What are you worth? What is your value? There are many people that in just meeting them, they don't have to say a single thing. In the way they carry themselves, the way they talk, everybody wants to be their friend. Everybody wants to be their friend. It's simple. Remember that a healthy relationship is the coming together of two whole people, not two halves. Huh? Two whole people. That have taken the time to find completeness within themselves in every stage and in every category now that they know that okay i'm good now let me find myself a partner and create a whole new adventure life is supposed to be fun but all these things that we do wrong is what makes our lives f- like we are frustrated and we say men has come da, 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 da. relationship is hard marriage is not worth it because half of these problems we created it ourselves how do you leave yourself remove all the values in yourself and give it to somebody else and say this person is my alpha my omega really they will show you pepe they will deal with you recklessly because that's what you've given them that's what you've given them the power to do so imagine you running after a man like say you're your purse and he's dangling you and carrying you everywhere tossing all over his shoulder 
and you expect him to treat you like a fragile, decent germ that you are. Uh-uh, he's not. The person that he's going to treat like a germ will be the one that has done the least for him. But because she always gives him something to be curious about, something to that catches his fancy, the way she talks, she's very intelligent, she's very, you know, business-minded, whatever it is. She's not running about, she's not running around doing errands, doing laundry, cooking. For, no, 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 no. Men can hire people for these things, but they cannot hire someone to think for them. That's why they need a partner, a woman that shows strength, resilience, independence, that has a wealth of knowledge, a woman that just has values that money cannot buy. That is what you should put in yourself. That is how you should market yourself. So when you open your mouth, everybody turns and says, who's that? I want to meet her. If you are not that kind of woman, please do not go into a relationship because this man will treat you badly. And I'm not going to be here to tell you sorry. Because half of you don't even listen. You hear this episode like say you never even heard it. But anyways, send my peace. And thank you for listening. Up until next time, thank you so much for sharing your moment and your time with me. I'm happy to have you. And I'll be with you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Dear Becca's Thoughts. Your time and attention mean the world to us. If you enjoy the content, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Stay tuned for more engaging discussions and valuable insights in the episodes to come. Until next time, take care and keep exploring the fascinating world we delve into on Dear Becca's Thoughts. Thank you.